chopped off heads, thick heads and blood. To me, riffs are fucking timeless. You've got generations of people going to see them. It's our best album so far. The fans have been asking for it. They've been asking for it for years. I would listen to it over and over and over again today. It's like music we play, man. You're either going to like it or not. There are satanic bands. Some of them really aren't. We're playing the craziest drunken debauchery show we've played probably ever. It is not as condition to be doing a podcast. You're listening to The Great Metal Debate Podcast. Hey, metal fans. The Great Metal Debate Podcast is back for episode 77, December 2023. I'm your host, Robert, a.k.a. Gomthog Metallicus, joined again this time by Xander. Today, we're bringing you our year-end episode, breaking it all down by counting down the best metal albums of 2023. Xander, I checked in once again with our friends over at Metal Archives, and according to their listing, there were over 8,600 new full-length metal albums released in 2023. I tried my best to keep up with new metal releases, but one can only do so much listening each day, and so I perhaps listened to 150 or so of those, nowhere close to giving fair due to the many incredible artists who put out music. What about you, man? Well, I think I've probably gotten to maybe less than a sixteenth fraction of that, which is still pretty good because I've listened to a total of 268 albums this year. That's almost an album a day, dude. Almost, yeah. What I tend to do is on Fridays, I'll look and see what's coming out, and then I'll spend a weekend listening to like two to three albums, depending on how many good albums came out. Yeah, and so I'll beg forgiveness if there are gems I've missed. I'm sure there are. And in fact, many times in the past, I found my favorite albums in a year I didn't even hear until many months or years later. Before I list off my honorable mentions, if it's okay with you, Gomthog, I would like to give a special shout out to an artist that I believe made a song that deserves a Grammy. I don't really say that for very many songs, but I think that there is just one song that I think, in my opinion, wins best song of 2023 there is this one man band sort of like a gothic melodic doom metal band called death of giants morton is the one man band who composes all the music writes all the lyrics he has this song titled distance what makes this song so special is that the song is about the very unfortunate tragedy of Morton's wife passing away from brain cancer back in 2018. Now, not many like death metal songs out there can really tug at your heartstrings, especially the beautiful guitar riff that is very calming, and it will straight up just put you in the mood to cry when you hear it. So without further ado, this is the song Distance by Death of Giants. Check it out.
shelter My mind flows to another mind In the distance
Man, Xander, I can see why that touched you so much. Despite our challenges, we've endeavored to again attempt a list of the best metal albums for the past 12 months. But before we do that, I know there are albums we each have that deserve honorable mention that didn't make our top 15s. Xander, I'll let you go first. And now for my honorable mentions. Cattle Decapitation, Terracite. Dying Fetus, Make Them Beg for Death. Autopsy, Ashes, Organs, Blood, and Crips. Suffocation, Hymns from the Apocrypha. Vomitory, All Heads Are Gonna Roll. Sanguisugabog, Homicidal Ecstasy. Gloryhammer, Return to the Kingdom of Fife. Mesro, Summon Thy Demons. Legion of the Damned, The Poison Chalice. Devangelic, Zul. Black Braid, Black Braid 2. Tomb Mold, The Enduring Spirit. Uwada, Crepuscular Nutura. Mortuary Drape, Black Mirror. Cloak, Black Flame Eternal. Imperium Decadens, Into Sorrow Even More. Outlaw, Reaching Beyond Isaiah. Demon Sea, Black Star Gnosis. Dissonant Seepage, The Darkness Will Swallow You Whole. Entrenchment, Silence After Us. Anima Heretice, Descended from the Mountains. Blood for Me, Dawn of Malevolence. Slytherin, The Paths We Choose. Black Pyre, Fall of the Northern Kingdom. Oak, Disintegrate. Malice Divine, Everlasting Ascendancy. Primal Tyrant, Saharan Gods. Solar Eruption, The Devil's House. Wield in Woe, For the Good of the Realm. Mephirash, Crystal Ah. Snuffed on sight, smoke. And midnight betrothed, death my faithful bride. Damn, Xander, that's quite a list. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fuck ton of honorable that, that, that's, probably, that's probably like 30-something honorable mentions. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's bloody. What are your honorable mentions, Gumthug? Liturgy, 93696. Dark Sarah, Attack of the Orem. Sirith Ungle, Dark Parade. Cobra Spell, 666. Obituary, Dying of Everything. Neoblithoscaris, Exul. Flesh Vessel, Yearning, Promethean Fate Sealed. Arcona, Cob. Soen, Memorial. Runica, Miedzi Suitami. Incantation, Unholy Deification. Grave Ripper, Seasons Dreaming Death. Hellfro, Talgroff. KK's Priest, The Sinner Rides Again. Burning Witches, The Dark Tower. Theocracy, Mosaic. Immortal, War Against All. Venter Sea, Woven into Ashes. And Grimheart, Hellish Hunt. That's quite a list there, Gomthog. Uh, quite a, a lot of honorable mentions. Just like me. Well, maybe not quite as much as me. <laughs> 
Again, if past years are any indication, likely missing some great ones that we'll come to discover next year or a year after that. Regardless, let's give it a try, Xander and I, now with the Great Metal Debates list of top metal albums of 2023. 15. Here's another album that I meant to review earlier this year, as I have been a fan ever since my cousin introduced me to their debut over a year ago. Invicta is a Canadian melodic thrash metal band who could compete with the likes of powerhouses like Creator and Sodom. This sequel record, Triumph and Torment, proves that they haven't lost an ounce of musical creativity, and it's not going anywhere anytime soon. Much like its predecessor, it's a riff machine with guitar licks that will be stuck in your head for days to come. 14. Picture this. You're a senior in high school, 18 or 19 years old, but you're a multi-talented musician who can play guitar, bass, drums, you're a lyricist, and you have harsh death metal vocal capabilities. That is exactly this band, Abysmal Disarray. A badass kid by the name of Joey Quizzler has self-recorded and mixed his own debut album, Expulsion of Humanity, and it is full of old-school sounding thrashy guitar riffs. Joey, if you're listening to this, you fucking rock, and you're going places, dude. 13. Are you already counting down the days looking to throw a Halloween party in 2024? Looking for some spooky background music? Look up this genuinely frightening music, which is a fusion of black metal and dark ambient by the name of KFR with Maxine's newest album, Pain Tur. KFR is an acronym for one five-letter word, kafir. This French one-man project is named after the Arabic word for disbeliever. This music, along with its hopeless vibes, is a downright scary experience. The music videos alone are enough to give you the creeps. The music is straight-up nightmare fuel, especially if you were to lock yourself in a dark room and put in some noise-canceling earbuds, then listen to the entire record. You might walk out with a canvas, now with the artwork of a cursed and unsettling image painted with your own blood on it. This recording is not for the faint of heart, so proceed with caution. 12. Now we have some symphonic black metal from the Netherlands called Holofron, with their debut album titled Prey. I reviewed this record, so if you want to hear me sing its praises, feel free to give us views and smash that like button while you're there. But without another full analysis of me just repeating myself, I thoroughly enjoyed this record when it first came out. It honestly sounds like a cross between Demi Borgir and Crypta. That might sound like a weird mix, but trust me, it works. 11. This Portuguese gothic melodic death metal group known as Godiva have finally, after all these years, unleashed their debut album, Hubris. The band started way back in 1999, but now, 24 years later, deliver an incredible record that is worth every single penny. Support these guys as much as you possibly can. They deserve it after all the hard work that they put into this modern art masterpiece. 10. Back in the year 2011, I remember discovering this band, Man Must Die, on iTunes and purchased the download for the 2009 album, No Tolerance for Imperfection. Been a fan of these Scottish death metalers ever since, and they remain a criminally underrated band to this day, even after the release of The Pain Behind It All earlier this year. Not much was said by critics online, but I know I did a full album review for this one, so if you want to hear more information, go check that out. I thought this album was probably among one of their best, so definitely don't sleep on it. 9. Next up, we have Ascension, with their first album in 11 years, and it's called Under the Veil of Madness. Oh boy. Now we're getting into the meat and potatoes of this list. 
Have you ever wondered what Dragon Force would have sounded like if they continued their inhumane rampage sound? Well now you no longer need to worry, because this band who also hails from the UK decided to completely outdo Dragon Force. But I would argue that Fraser Edwards is a far more talented singer with some intense range. The man undoubtedly has some serious pipes and lung power to be able to flawlessly pull off those epic high notes. I watched a live video on YouTube of these guys playing a show in a small venue somewhere. Their live set sounded every bit as good and as polished as a studio mix. I'd recommend listening to this entire album front to back, but the two best songs are definitely the singles that they released first, like Sayonara and Megalomaniac. Eight. Every time that I think about this band, I'm transported back to the year 2014, when a friend on Facebook introduced me to the debut titled Tales of Ancient Prophecies by a little-known band called Twilight Force. Nine years later, and we have the band's fourth full-length titled At the Heart of Wintervale, released via Napalm Records. In my opinion, this is hands down the power metal band's greatest work. I may have loved every track on this one, but in my opinion, my favorite goes to Highlands of the Elder Dragon. That ten and a half minute long track will keep you engaged for the entire runtime and will enchant you with its magic. Seven. A special thanks goes out to the website Angry Metal Guy for reviewing this Cadaver Sidot album and in turn bringing it to my attention. Cover art can be a very intriguing thing, especially if it's an old painting that depicts a very weird moment in history. Before the month of October, I had never even heard of this Denmark-based band called Slovatica. What I didn't expect were the haunted house vibes with the creepy synth work to enhance this brand of melodic death-slash-folk metal. I was beyond impressed with this musical style despite its minor flaws, but it still deserves a lot of recognition. Six. This is another band that I have recently gotten into, and this is German melodic death metal once again at its peak. Once I heard a song from their second album, I was hooked on their entire five-album discography. Since their 2014 debut, they have remained consistently great musicians without a single dud. Decembre Noir's latest October release for their fifth full-length titled Your Sunset, My Sunrise is no different in terms of quality. Out of all the bands on this list, this is the latest entry and for good reason. Fine. Saturnus are one of those melodic death doom bands that I have only known about for three years, but have once again brought us some of their best content to date, with their newest release, The Storm Within. They have always included the piano with their style of soothing calmness, but it seems to be more emphasized in the studio mixing this time around. It being more present is more than welcome to my ears, as it provides a very pleasant listening experience. Four. It was about 12 years ago when an old friend of mine introduced me to Ahab, the first song I ever heard was the 11 minute long bombastic epic, The Hunt, from the Call of the Wretched Sea album. I have been a fan ever since, but around this time last year, Napalm Records treated us with a claymation music video for the new song, Colossus of the Liquid Graves. It was yet another wonderful funeral doom metal song, and it made me excited for the first major release of 2023. Throughout the entire year, this album managed to keep a firm grip with their octopus-like tentacles holding on for dear life to my album of the year list. Thus far, nothing has been able to dethrone its position within the top five. Three. As many of you know, melodic death and melodic black metal are my two favorite genres, but I can never fully get into the raw side of black metal. That is, until this band Moonlight Sorcery stepped into the scene a few years ago with something that sounds like a raw melodic black metal 
with a few singles and EPs leading up to this year. Back in September, they released this marvelous debut record with a bit of a short tongue twister. After repeating it so many times to a few friends of mine, I've become used to saying, Horned Lord of the Thorned Castle. As mentioned in my full review, this album is full of mind-blowing riffs, especially in the song In Coldest Embrace. In fact, let's go ahead and listen to Coldest Embrace right now.
two. As a full disclaimer, you all need to understand that this album and my number one have been tied for the majority of the year. Making the decision on who got my number one spot was almost impossible because I saw this one as equal. So in the end, the final decision was made based on which one I listened to just a hair more. I listened to this Pale Existence album on repeat for several weeks until the rival album was dropped. So if any of the members of Ocean of Grief are listening to this, just know that I absolutely adore your style of funeral doom. So much so that I bought the Pale Existence shirt, it is now among one of my favorite shirts in my collection. I cannot wait to see what you guys do next, and you are all incredible musicians. Keep up the magnificent work, guys. Maybe when I order the cassettes and CDs on Bandcamp Friday, I will put in a special request to have everyone autograph the booklet before sending it from Greece all the way across the sea to America. That would truly mean a lot to me. Let's go ahead and listen to one of my favorite songs on the album, Dale of Haunted Shades.
one. And now, I present to you all my favorite album of 2023. Fires in the Distance, Air Not Meant for Us. I didn't discover this band until a few weeks after the album was released, and I forgot how I stumbled upon it. But one thing I do know is that I listened to this album on repeat, just like I did with Ocean of Grief. I didn't review this album because by the time I found it, it would have been way too late. However, Fires in the Distance did do a small tour a few months ago, and I got to interview both Craig and Igor. Feel free to go listen to that. Every single song on this album is impressive, but my favorite is definitely Crumbling Pillars of a Tranquil Mind. Before they played the song live, the vocalist Christian gave me a special shout-out. I got them all to autograph the CD booklets for both Air Not Meant For Us, Echoes From Deep November. Again, I cannot give a stronger recommendation for this masterpiece. 15. I begin at 15 with Norwegian metal veterans Eternus and their ninth full-length studio album, Philosopher. Released by Polish label Agonia Records, I couldn't be more impressed with the new material from this blackened death metal outfit. Throughout, you'll find a great combination of harsh and aggressive coal black metal contrasted with melodic and epic parts. The guitars are consistent in their constrained violence, and singer Aries' vocals provides an auditory vision of pain. Outstanding work and worthy of inclusion on any best-of list for 2023. 14. Next, we have another long-standing act with Spanish slashers Angelus Apatrida. I've been a fan for many years, but only just this year finally got to see them live for the first time. Their latest album, Aftermath, has plenty of variation, ranging from standard yet modern moshers like Rats and I Am Hated, as well as songs such as Cold and Vultures and Butterflies, which employ more melody and clean singing. There are a number of noteworthy guest artists contributing on selected songs throughout the album to keep things fresh. If you enjoy ripping riffs and tight compositions along with plenty of diversity, this one is for you. 13. If you aren't listening to Russian metal, you should probably rethink your priorities in life. And a good place to start in that personal journey is with the talented Slavs in Stozar and their new album, Chernium Krelum. This album engages the listener with a variety of catchy songs, mostly faster paced, but a few slower, always keeping you headbanging. The folk flavors are mostly infused through the keys, but always with a purpose. There's some harsh vocals, but Evgenia Vitlugina's clean singing is primary. Chernium Krelum satisfies from the beginning to end with well-executed writing and strong musicianship. Fans of Fintroll and Inseferum should certainly check out Stozar if they want to expand their folk metal catalog. 12. Velvet Incandescence is a sophomore release from California metalers Dawn of Ouroboros. Dawn of Ouroboros' sound is a bit difficult to pigeonhole, with elements of prog metal, death metal, and post-black metal. The band already set themselves apart with their debut, The Art of Morphology, but their musical execution has taken another step forward with Velvet Incandescence. The new album contains even more ridiculously complicated songs, creative time signatures, dissonant riffs, and haunting melodies. This one is definitely not mainstream metal and might be outside the comfort level for some traditional headbangers, but it is definitely worth the effort. 11. A very different extreme metal pick for me this year is a new Cryptopsy album, As Gamora Burns. The band has retooled their lineup significantly, as well as changing their sound since their releases back in the 1990s, but don't sleep on this modern incarnation. Cryptopsy succeed here by retaining the primitive, brutal death metal style while weaving in sufficient tech prog influence to satisfy my craving. There's elements of slam and deathcore here, but these accent instead of defining the tracks. This one was a bit brief for my liking at just 33 minutes and change, but the band does good work within those confines. It's another well-written chapter in Cryptopsy's ongoing book of suffering. 
10. Moving into the top 10 is a release from early in 2023, Dreams of Lands Unseen by Ukrainian symphonic metal clan Ignia. Dreams is a truly impressive offering and clear upgrade from their two previous full-length albums. Tracks like Dunes and Nomad's Luck have plenty of melody and aggression, but mostly they're just extremely well composed and highlight the skills of the various musicians in the band. Singer Hella Bonadova may not have the deepest growls or most brilliant clean voice, but she brings a genuine charisma to her performance that stands out from so many others. If intellectual gothic metal with Middle Eastern atmosphere sounds appealing to you, you must purchase this outstanding album that will grow on you with each consecutive spin. Let's check out a sample from Dreams of Lands Unseen. This is Igneous Tract, Doleki Obri.
In recent years, a number of Japanese musical acts, such as Baby Metal and Necronom Idol, have risen in popularity, in my opinion, without much merit. But there are numerous quality, genuine metal bands from that beautiful Far Eastern land, which do deserve recognition. Among those are power metalers Gilnarius, who in 2023 released their 17th album, Between Dread and Valor. On this one, Galnarius continues in the vein of their back catalog with a barrage of fast, passionate riffs and hyperspeed neoclassically inspired melodies. This is classic, bombastic power metal, every bit as good as the best that one might find coming out of the European continent. Eight. At number eight, I have Chechen pagan metalers Odra Deer with their sophomore release, Vengeance. The epic feel is the same as the band's first album, and there are no big changes instrumentally, but it is a more polished and consistent effort. The vocals are gravelly growled, the lead guitars are solid, and the pacing keeps the presentation fresh. The songs are all bangers. A couple of tracks that particularly impressed were Back to the Void and the title track. There's an equal mix of folk and power here, and the whole album has great musical congruity. I'm looking forward to hearing even more from Odra Deer in the future. 7. Scarlet Records out of Italy has become a fave label of mine recently, and in 2023, they released the debut album from Greek symphonic metal newcomers Mistfall, titled Celestial Vision. This album is remarkable, on par with the best past efforts from the likes of Visions of Atlantis and Leaves Eyes. Mistfall make great use of efficient guitar riffs, a vibrant rhythm section, and massive but effective orchestrations to craft potent, inviting songs. Marilena Tricoglau's operatic lead vocals are otherworldly, and Costas Mex's growls are added economically. Every track is superb, but my fave is likely Moral Compass, a truly beautiful composition. Celestial Vision is a cinematic, diversified, and epic symphonic metal masterpiece, and the kind of fresh offering that gives me confidence that young, new artists are continually rejuvenating and improving the genre. 6. Brazilian death metal quartet Crypta returned in 2023 with Shades of Sorrow, the follow-up to their 2021 debut album Echoes of the Soul. The band had an infusion of new talent with the addition of Jessica DeFauci to replace departing guitarist Sonia Anubis, and you can hear the difference, albeit in ways I might not have expected. Shades of Sorrow continues the general style of its predecessor, but with a touch less thrashiness and a hint more melodeath. The songs are all outstanding, showing the group as a whole have improved as a songwriting unit. Poisonous Apathy, Lord of Ruin, and Lullaby for the Forsaken are killer tracks, compelling and sophisticated. Fans will definitely want to catch the band live in 2024 as they continue touring in support of this one. 5. Admittedly, Insomnium could release an album of fart sounds, and I'd certainly still love it. Fortunately, their new release, NO1969, is in keeping with much of what we've heard from Insomnium in recent years, which is the only complaint I have about it. There's plenty of vivid sorrow and melancholic, melodic, doomy death metal, with cathartic growls and the occasional whispered or spoken lyric for emphasis. My favorite tracks include The Rockin', The Witch Hunter, and Eerie Godforsaken, which has a great vocal contribution from Finnish singer Johanna Kirklena. Insomnia may not tread any new territory here, but this fan is glad to simply have another helping of what they previously offered. 4. Another release this year from Scarlet Records is Call of the North, from Italian power metal crew Frozen Crown. Their newest album displays everything I enjoy about Frozen Crown. Powerful singing, power riffs, and insane power drumming. I don't often shout out drummers, but Niso Tomasini is a raw talent who drives Frozen Crown's meter relentlessly. Federico Mondelli continues to be a mastermind of metal composition. I love all his projects, and he does it here again with top-notch songwriting. Occasionally campy, but always compelling, I just love this album. Call of the North may not even be Frozen Crown's top offering from their catalog, but it is definitely one of the best albums of 2023. 3. At number three, I have French experimental black metal project Blot Us Nord with Disharmonium Nahab. 
This album is the follow-up to last year's release, Disharmonium Undreamable Abysses, and one might expect a subsequent album in the future to make it a trilogy. Much like Undreamable Abysses, Nahabit submerges the listener in an atonal metal hellscape. The center of the sound is the unstable, murky, psychedelic guitars and driving drums, with a heavy application of reverb across the instruments, adding an extra layer of texture and depth to the experience. Despite the sonic density, the production is superb, with the layered sound allowing the individual parts to be discernible and giving space for the music to breathe. Unpredictable and disconcerting, this is an album that is well worth your time to explore if you have the fortitude. 2. After five years since their last release, Palo, Finn Swamper's Kalma are back with a new eponymously titled album. And this one does seem to me to be a return to their roots, somewhat eschewing the more modern sound of Vince Dompalo. Indeed, Kalma the album is exactly what Kalma the band is known for, a satisfying high-speed swamptastic melodeath romp. There's plenty of up-tempo riffing, breakneck choruses, and frenetically hurtling guitar leads. Tracks such as Scarred by Sadness, Home Sweet Hell, and Tons of Chaos are solid efforts that have the feel of material from Swamp Song or The Black Waltz. I'm not saying this release matches the heights of those classics, but it does more than hold its own. All Kalma maniacs need to own this album, and it wouldn't be a bad starting point for new listeners to the band either. One. For my top metal album of 2023, I present Plyaskas Fyatogo Vita from Russian folk metal vets Kalevala. I reviewed this album earlier in the year, and it hasn't lost its place atop my personal playlist since. The overall mood on this album is bright and powerful, optimistic and exciting, with lighthearted and upbeat melodies, folk instrumentation, and expressive vocal range. Ksenia Markovich's commanding voice is capable of displaying both mesmeric power and bitter mourning, and Kalevala's choral additions are always the perfect complement. Kalevala typically keep things at a rocking mid-tempo pace, although they can often hit hard and fast when needed, particularly on the polka thrashy Prostes Volne Ver or the party rock tune Gore Popolnoi. There's an impressive balance of catchiness and metal atmosphere to their work overall. It is absolutely my favorite metal release of the year, and one that will continue to impress for years to come. We'll finish out with a track from Laskas Fayatoga Vita. This is Gori Popolnoi.
That's all for this show. Be sure to check out all our content on SoundCloud, YouTube, and iTunes, and keep up with the Metal Debate by liking and following us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Just use the keyword Metal Debate to find us. Until our next podcast, sell your soul for metal and defend it until your dying day.